Okay, no. Boom. And we're back. Coming to you from Parts Unknown once again. These are your hosts. Leaving it all in Rocky. Oh, f- fuck you, Rick. Um, we haven't been here for three weeks, as Rocky says. Um, so, very sorry. Extended things. Uh, two of those times were because we couldn't be here uh, doing our recording. And our recording equipment is here. If it was somewhere else, then yes, probably, but... Our recording equipment is in this casa that was uh, not being able to use. And one of them... I may be having to take one of these modular at some point, but... One of them I deemed unworthy. I forgot why. There was something stupid that happened at that night, and... Like, we weren't going to record, and I was like, don't worry about it. It's shit. It was shit. Oh, yeah, it was a shit week. Yeah, yeah, so I deemed it unworthy, and there was nothing newsworthy. So, uh, this episode, we'll probably be talking about uh, some big fun facts. So, let's start off with um, the big news thing that... uh, the Lars Sullivan find thing. Oh, that was the big news. Well, that's Way a big to bury one. the lead, bro. Because I don't want to. I don't want to have a sad thing as the final thing. We What's can talk this? About. Oh, I guess. Yeah, it's it's a very you know fucking stupid Sullivan thing. Yeah, I mean, I'll make fun of him too, but it's a stupid thing. Uh, internet young internet troll nonsense thing. So Lars said a bunch of dumbass shit on previously. a bodybuilding previously on Lars Sullivan, and he said a bunch of dumbass shit on the bodybuilder forum. And years prior is what I'm years prior is yes. Um. I think it was like 18 to 20, like early 20s or something like that is when he said all this dumb oh, shit. I, that, I don't know that. But he also said some dumb shit when he just was uh, trying to get hired or by WWE. Anyway, uh, he said some racist ass shit, like pretty racist shit. Uh, he also said some dumb shit about wrestlers, too, before he was part of wrestling. And he just it's, you know, I don't know. And then it came up. They brought it up to um, some wrestlers like Biggie talked about it and. Some other people did. And then it just became like something that it was last week is when this happened. Um, And then it was kind of something that like just didn't come out. And then the only reason it really like he just got fined uh, because people brought it up to the sponsors and the sponsors are the way because people realize that, hey, we could do this for the Moolah thing. So we could do this for the Lars thing. And obviously they want to keep Lars. So they didn't fire uh, fire him. Why? Uh, Lars is a cool attraction. Like, I mean, we saw him Look, live. He's, he's hurting Jeff Hardy. All right, I don't want nothing to do with him. <laughs> we saw him live, and he's a big fucking dude. He's awesome to look at. No matter, bro. Fuck that guy. I don't. Uh, I don't like him. I've been on record. I don't give a I know. fuck. He never. He is, he is Baron Corbin to me. That's how level of shit no, he is. No, no, he's been. <laughs> I, I didn't like Corbin in NXT either. Like, I've I've only recently started to be like, yeah, I. No, do not recent. say he's all right. No, Baron, he yeah, right. he's not good in the ring. But yeah, he's never all right. Baron Corbin is... And Lars, just equal trash. Baron Corbin's is... Okay, whatever. Anyway, so they find Lars... The Ferragamo belt, though, man. That belt is tight. He wears those Ferragamo belts, man. What do you want? Baron Corbin in his waiter outfit. <laughs> okay, Lars got fined 100 grand, which is ridiculous. What? I said maybe he's a barback. I thought he said Ryback. Just no, randomly no, no, Ryback. He's a barback. <laughs> Uh, he got fined a hundred grand, which is fucking ridiculous. I mean, considering he makes like thirty thousand a year, uh, no, no, he probably makes more. You know, low tier NXT people make like thirty grand a year. No, I thought they were like the lowest tiers. Like what? It's probably like twenty four or thirty grand. I would assume. That's what, that's what yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what they are like nowadays. I According mean, to Big Daddy melts. No, the, I, I recently saw like rumored numbers, obviously because mm-hmm. they don't confirm yeah. numbers. But I think like the low or I heard on a podcast the lowest tier was like thirty thousand. It has to because you. But that's like you know or entry trainee. Yes. You know, like uh, um, but motherfuckers not on and I even on TV yet. But a hundred grand. So assuming that's going to be paid off in installments because you can't just drop a fucking hundred grand, especially with what that's like his whole yearly salary. They can just drop. Um, but I ain't mad, I ain't mad at him. But yeah, it's it's a bit crazy thing. A hundred grand. But what comes into play really uh, is the thought that um, he made these statements outside of WWE, so um, you know he wasn't part of the company. Uh, so I is, look at Zara Schreiber. Yeah, well, Zara's a Nazi. <laughs> no, no, she's just into Nazi memorabilia. Yeah, okay. I mean, you don't have to be a Nazi to be into Nazi memorabilia. 
That's, that's all I'm saying. I know people who are collectors that collect World War II shit. They got Nazi. Why shit. would Kat Von D's uh, boyfriend have a Nazi tattoo on his neck? Oh, I don't know. Okay, that does, I thought you would say something to the that. point. I know. I thought you'd say something because that is that thing that popped up. But anyway, <laughs> she's right. a Nazi too. Um, what did it? So yes, but it's just like he was outside of the company, and uh, so I assume that's why you couldn't really like. I guess if they would fire him, I don't know. It's a different beast. I feel WWE's like this weird kind of incongruous kind of creature that just does certain things. I guess if he did it under their watch, like within them, yeah, they'd fire his fucking ass like instantly. But I think him being out of it, uh, the fine, which the fine is fucking nuts anyway to begin with. So, um, but now he's on that, uh, that, you know, that close watch can't do fucking dumbass shit. And I heard you know that what he shouldn't do go uh, up to the ring. <laughs> so I heard he uh, had to apologize to a few wrestlers and shit like that, which is you know understandable, whatever. So I'm glad you have a lot of two cents in this conversation. I mean, what, what do you want? <laughs> no, to I'm say? saying I'm, you he know, said some shouldn't go out to the ring. <laughs> he, some, he said some hateful shit. He did, and I mean, like he didn't even James Gunn it. Where previously. He had been like, hey, well, he hasn't even made a statement. I, I know they, he hasn't. Yeah. Wait, what? What does the social media guy said? Because last time the social media guy was just like, oh, he's just real anxious. Oh, I don't. You know that weird ass social media thing where he was saying he was anxious. I think it was just him typing. Yeah, probably. But because yeah, that, that was like, account. this is Mister Johnson talking for Lars Sullivan. It was like weird. He's coming back. Stokely um, Hathaway as his manager. <laughs> uh, I get to see him. Oh, you get to see him. Yeah, that's right, bitch. <laughs> Wow. Um, okay. So there's that. Uh, we can talk about the other tragic news. Was Silver King passing away in the ring. Did... Is it tragic? <laughs> yeah, fuck I, you. you know, I didn't know he passed away in the ring. That's funny. Oh, you didn't? No, I, didn't... I just know he died. Okay, well, he passed away in the ring. I was going to ask, did you see the footage? Because I no. did. It's pretty fucking rough to watch. Um, it's rough because you didn't... Is it via 619? <laughs> no. Okay, this is a man who died. What the fuck, dude? This, that's like my line. <laughs> I'm the edgy guy. We're, we're the wrong thing, all right? Uh... Um, was it a hip hop drop? Do you know how he di- passed no, away? Or no? no, I thought you were just fucking know. around. No, I just know he died. Okay, it was in London, which is funny enough because WWE's there. Uh, he was against uh, Juventud. Uh, oh, he couldn't handle the juice. Uh, I forgot what was the move that happened, but he kind he of wrestled like, Juventud Guerrero. No, well, he kind of stumbled and he fell down on all fours and he couldn't get up and he was kind of like wobbling around. He like had like a he like fell down and then Juve kicked him in the back. And then that just dropped him like he fell face down on the mat, like he didn't move. Hoovy kind of stared at him. Um, and then the ref stared and then Hoovy like kind of stomped on him and then I think went to pin him yeah, on his go. back. Or then he turned and he rolled him over and he was trying to move him, but he's a fucking huge dead body guy. And he just it took forever. And he rolled him over and he pinned him and the ref went one, two, and then he hovered on two. For a good couple moments, and then he dropped three. The sad thing is, is that it took forever for anyone to come out to help this guy. Even after the match won, who he went was cheering. The ref was trying to like like talk to this guy. It took for a while, and then one guy comes out. And so then was it a hard thing again? Huh? Like the Paraguayo thing? That was a heart thing? Or no, that was the they they haven't thing. they haven't said what oh, it okay, is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was just a house show or like an indie show. Yeah, and then that's the that brings up the whole idea of that. Uh, what I was listening to any show you have and to John pay John Oliver was right <laughs> well okay you have to pay for the ambulance people to be there mm-hmm. and a lot of these indie shows can't afford that shit Perfect. so that's why a lot of them went away like they tanked in certain areas because they don't have the money to mm-hmm. afford that kind of shit this didn't but it also shows the negligence of like the ref should have instantly called like hey something's wrong with this guy like Hoovy should have instantly called something so it makes them look both bad and supposedly the ref is like a legendary ref has been doing this for all this time but that even makes it worse because he's not doing it so that's why I think um, AEW just recently sent out that all their refs are going to be CPR trained in the off chance something were like that to happen and it's a shame that this was the kick that caused that to happen like how Benoit's death caused people to be like fucking stop the steroid shit even though eddie died and all this shit like that you know and concussions are bad you know we had to cause someone's death to make people go okay we should not do that so he died in the ring and there's multiple different views of it and stuff no one knows if he died when he got kicked or if he had like a stroke like a heart attack before that i think it was what 51 52 something like that and people can have heart attacks at that age but it's like i don't know so no one knows if he had the heart attack he fell 
And then when he got kicked, did he die or he already passed away? And it's, it's a fucking crazy thing. But if you watch it, it's really hard to watch because of them not doing anything and them staring at him. And usually in WWE, if some bad shit were to happen, that ref instantly throws up that X and yeah. that match is done. This goes on. Like they stare at him, who he like kind of moves him, pushes him. They have to roll his body over. That's the chair. Roll it I over. I thought it was my chair. No, it's me. Uh, the ref does that one, two, and then he stops and like he sits there. And it's like really like they're expecting him to kick out. And it's like, dude. So, and then and then the whole music plays and Hoovy comes out and he's cheering on the thing. Even while that's happening, the ref is trying to deal with him. But uh, you can find it all over. But it is like, and I've seen, I saw the Paraguayo one. I've seen the Misawa. I've seen the Misawa death. Uh, but this is, I mean, those are bad. But when Paraguayo passed away, like they instantly pulled him out because they realized he wasn't moving. Like they, they got him out. Well, yeah, he went like full on. But I think Conan was at ringside, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, Conan was already there. But like when he didn't move from the ropes, I think someone was trying to move. I think also because you're right, he went like full on. Yeah, because Ray did the two things and the one guy rolled back and then he just didn't move. Right. right. And then I think Conan or someone was like, what's like they try to move him and they had to stop the match. Uh, And Misawa, the moment he had the thing, like he had a problem and they just pulled him out instantly. But this is that's why it's hard to watch because this shit just goes on and it feels like it goes on for like a good like 10 minutes because you're just watching like. Get someone out here. Get the doctors. And it's like the ref, then another guy, then another guy, <laughs> then they finally got the doctor. And they just couldn't do anything. And like maybe he could have been saved, you know, if there was CPR or something, but fun, it was yeah. such a huge time frame. And they haven't said what he passed away from, but who the fuck knows? But um so yeah, that's that was yeah, that's a, a sad thing that just happened. Uh that was like what, this weekend. I think yeah. It, yeah. Um I don't think there's any other like side news before we hit the big news. Uh, uh, no, but I'm, I found just a random article about these uh, WWE salaries right quick since we were talking about it before. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, this is see, here's this, according to whomever. God damn it. Well, what website still uses pop-ups? Seriously. Well, on the phone, I always see them, but I have ad blockers. So I don't see these things on my computer. Um, It doesn't actually say. But it reports here just, I guess you can take this for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got Triple H, 1.1 million as an executive. I was going to say, but he's the executive. Yeah. Uh, plus a hefty bonus, I guess. I've probably seen this one. I think I have. Yeah. This is, well, this is supposedly for 2018. Has like seen on and Reigns. And yeah. Like, yeah. a bunch of people. Vince, 2.4. I don't give a fuck about the rest of these people. Uh, as far as wrestlers, you got Brock at 10 million. Mm-hmm. Cena at 8.5. Roman at five, Randy at four and a half, Seth at three, Miz at two and a half, AJ at two, Dean at two, Dolph at 1.4. Yeah, because that was the thing. Everyone's like, Dolph is at fucking one million. Well, that's when he got re-signed, though, last year. Yes, and he got signed for big money, but it's like yeah, it's 1.4. Like, it's like fucking crazy, you know? Yeah. Seamus for one, Jeff uh, Hardy for one, Jinder for 900K. That's crazy to me. That's yeah, he was a champion. Uh, Big Show 850, Gold Dust 400, Titus 300, Sinkara 700,000. He's been there a long time. Uh, this is when Jericho was there, obviously, pre AEW, yeah. 75. Uh, Luke Harper 5,500, sorry, 500, 550,000. 550K, bro. Yeah. Rusev 600, Rowan. Uh, five fifty. Bray a million. Bo three hundred thousand. That's a real. That's a real drop off. Uh, that's still three hundred thousand dollars, dude. That's nothing. No, I know that. a year, but um, your fucking brother makes a million dollars. I know, but your brother is your brother because he's fucking Bray Wyatt. You're fucking B team. I'm okay, sure. Like they're they're closer to equal than mm, uh, no. As far no, as how no. they're treated, yeah. I I understand completely. The it, Bray Wyatt of many years ago is a different story. Bray Wyatt um, is still like main eventer like while well, B team is D team rah 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 um what the fuck okay Braun 300 uh Triple H has a wrestler 2.5 2.5 mm-hmm. uh Apollo 300 Matt Hardy 650 uh Samoa Joe 800 not Chevy. uh Dawson 250 nice. Taker 2 Millie Kane 900, Cesaro 500, Gallows 250, Kalisto 350, Big Castle is still there 250, Heath 400, 
Axle, the Axeman 250, Hawkins 200, Big E 500. This is the weirdest order. Fandango 400. Yeah, it sounded like it was dropping and then it's like, we really yeah, yeah, yeah. Epico 200, KO 750, Breeze. What? Just a starting package. <laughs> starting package, bro. Yeah. Mike Canellis 200, uh, Jay Uso 250, Jimmy Uso 250. Kofi 500, Truth 550, Rhino 500, Shinsuke 400, Woods 350, Ryder 400, Victor 250. And then no, these fucking ladies. Crazy 100 grand contracts. Nothing to sh- fucking. These are not main roster people. I know, man. If I'd made $250,000 uh, $250, <laughs> 250, a year as like Victor or whatever, fucking man. That's, that's why, bro. People are like, hey, man, I'll go to Zach Ryder. He's like, I'm in catering. I know, but it, it sucks. But it's unfulfilling. But at least you're getting compensated. Yes, that's then, the difference. That's a trade-off, right? If I had a family, I'd be looking at it like, I can't get this money anywhere else, and it's paying my family. I can put this away. I put my kids through college. Yeah. Whatever. Five hundred grand a year. You know. Yeah. Uh, the women's is really interesting because it starts off high and then there's a big drop. Look at that wage gap, bro. <laughs> uh, Rondo, one one and a half million. Of course, yes. And it says five uh, percent extra bonus for high sales of merchandise, free travel, and pay per view event share up to five hundred k. Charlotte, five fifty. Nikki, three fifty. Nikki Bella, uh, Bliss, three fifty. Mickey James, three hundred. Brie Bella, three hundred. Natty, three hundred. Oscar, two fifty. Summer Ray, when she was still there, uh, one hundred twenty thousand five hundred. Which is a weird number. Nia Jax, 100 thou. Mandy, 80. Paige, 350. Dana, 200. Sonya Deville, 100. She makes more than Mandy, which is insane to me. Uh, Bailey, 200. Mandy. Becky, 250. Man, this is soft all, focus. This is all completely wrong because Becky's probably up in the. Oh, now, yeah, but this is 2018, bro. No, I know. She's yeah, probably she had the... a rough year, 2018, until she the did. end. Uh, Mela, 120. Lana, 200. Liv, 75 thou. Naomi, one hundred eighty thou. Uh, Ruby Riot, whoever wrote this is terrible. Man, Liv got that seventy five thousand a year. Ruby has eighty thousand a year. Sarah Man. Logan has eighty thousand. And these a year. poor girls, Jesus. Tamina, Tamina also got eighty thousand. That's the last one. Gap. <laughs> but it was really funny. Whoever typed this, this is how I know it can't be that reputable. Uh, they wrote live Morgan and Ruby Riot. <laughs> Got that fucking dirt sheets going on over here, Okay, I don't think we need to talk about this sheet anymore. This no, but this is like a, this is close to what I had heard on like an actual credible podcast. <laughs> Some hokey buddies right here. Some I was looking for the NXT hokey sheets. I found the NXT. Oh no, that's not it. Anyway. Continue. Okay, so the other news we can have is that they uh, kind of announced the the Saudi show, the fucking <laughs> super show down under. They're taking the Australian name. I'm probably not going to watch it like last time. I know it has a 50-man fucking battle royal. You don't want to watch Goldberg vs. Undertaker? I was going to bring that up. So they officially announced Goldberg vs. Undertaker, which it's a shame that it's not in America. Not saying like, you know, well, because it's a big fucking dream match. And the reaction that you I woke you up would, from that dream a long time ago. I know. But I'm. you know what I'm talking about is that I would say the reaction is going to be way different if it was in the States comparative to uh, over in Saudi, uh, Saudi Arabia where... A lot of the people probably, you know, half the people that were there are just fucking there because it's like, let's fill this arena. You know, I wish I could be the prince and book my own shows because that's exactly what he's doing. Um, if they say that the match it's is just a super showdown, by the way, don't say anything about down. I thought it was super showdown under. I thought that's what it was. Mm-hmm. OK, well, that's the Australian name anyway. The super showdown because it's supposed to be the super showdown under. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird. It's like on a Tuesday, I think, for us, like in the fucking morning. Uh, June 7th, whatever that day is. Um. Let me see June 7th. Yeah, I'll pull it up. I got you. I got you. I'm already accounting. It's a Friday. Friday. Okay. And it's like in the afternoon, morning, afternoon for us. I think uh, that they have the time there. But um, I mean, yeah, it's going to be like crazy hour difference. Uh, but yeah, the 50 man battle royal. So they're going to have like everyone on this fucking card. Uh, probably even people like maybe so we'll get a sewer only, wrestler. There's only three matches. There's 50. There's Taker uh, Goldberg. Taker Goldberg. And then... Um, Fuck, isn't it Brock versus... Uh, no. I think Brock is supposed to be there. Yeah, though. Brock is there. Announced. He's announced, yes. But he might be in the battle royale. 
No, the only match on, on Wikipedia. Oh, Triple H and Randy Orton. Yeah, That's trips Randy. The match we've seen a million fucking times. Not in several years, at least. Okay, get fuck out of here. It doesn't really matter. I, yo, there's a whole set of audience that hasn't seen this match. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch any of this. I'm not gonna. Uh, but that, that Goldberg... Inconsequential. That Goldberg-Undertaker match, man, if that thing goes two minutes, you mean you know that Goldberg's winning. He's just gonna fucking spear Jackhammer. Now here, what's what do you... Who's th- more believable to win that match? Goldberg. Exactly. And, and I don't know who's going to win. <laughs> um, what do you think is going to be longer, the match or the entrances? Oh, of that match? Of that match. A million times the entrances. You think so? Actually, no. You know what? No. Knowing Taker, he's going to want to go like 15, 20 minutes. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know what? It doesn't matter because I'm not going to watch it. I'm, no, I'm not going to watch it, but I'm just saying. I know, but I'm telling you, like at the end of the day, he can go, he can go half an hour if he wants. Oh, uh, Taker. The question is, how badly is he going to hurt Goldberg? Is Goldberg going to break his face diving out to the to the outside? Or is he going to rip his okay. pectoral muscle? Well, first of all, A, that was, I think, Sean's dumbass fault to try. No, to that's because that. he didn't get caught by Undertaker or Kane, who was, who was on the outside to catch him. But didn't Sean say, I shouldn't be doing this anyway? <laughs> like, well, yeah, but... <laughs> it's like I did something I shouldn't do. I mean, at the end of the day, age. wrestling is about trust, bro. Yes, I know. But he even said, it's like, I was 50. What the fuck am I doing yeah, this yeah, dive for? <laughs> and everyone was like, what the fuck are you doing that dive for, dude? Um... But uh, yes, so I don't know. Maybe I feel the I feel the match will go longer the entrances. But man, that entrance at that crazy Saudi sports arena when we first watched it, that fucking Goldberg, he's got to come from the back and walk that huge thing. Then they have to use cars for it. Last time those little little truck things that well, drove they up. didn't show them on TV. Yeah, that was that Big E thing. Oh no, that was at the Rumble. Yeah, where Biggie's like, I know I'm fat because they're giving me the car. Then that was good to Braun's room. Yes, because he's a big dude. May, you know what? The only thing I'm going to miss because I'm not going to watch it is that maybe I'll see a crazy sumo wrestler in this for no apparent reason or some random wrestler. Because what, what I would really be mad get Yokozuna, <laughs> gotta bring him back from the dead. Dude. What I really be mad is if uh, if Titus O'Neil biffs it again. Uh, he's never gonna. Well, they can't because it's a battle royal, so they're all gonna be in the ring at once. Okay, it's not a. It's not a, a Royal Rumble. The top battle royal. No, that Rumble was like long as fuck. That last, the first time they ever did it. Um, and we'll see if Brian Daniel Bryan's gonna go. He wasn't there last year. He was there the first year. Or didn't AJ. go the second year. Oh, wait, AJ was. AJ there. was there. Sammy's the other one, but Sammy was denied entry because of his yeah uh, his background. Yes, so we'll see if they can somehow get him in. Uh, but well, I, I doubt he's gonna. Go. Yeah, they can give them their own pay per view. Like I'm like, I am the women. I forgot all about that. They won't be there either. It's gonna be a real sausage party there with these motherfuckers on their couches and their mini couches. It's what like nine more years of this, I think. Oh God, who cares? Of the Saudi shows. Did you ever hear Jericho's story about being in Jeddah and how much he fucking hated it? No. So we're gonna. He talked about it in his podcast once that like he was just trying to get the fuck out of there. Like he was trying to get on a plane to get out. Right? When he was with like WWE after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like the show that he was supposed to be at that Rusev was uh, put back into the match by the Prince. Oh, year. oh, the one is Rusev versus Undertaker. No, that was yeah. the first year. Okay. We watched it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, whichever one Jericho was at, because he was in Saudi Arabia with WWE. I just he might just not have been on TV. It was supposed to be Jericho that. versus Rusev, wasn't it? No, it was, it was supposed to be Rusev versus Taker. Then Rusev said, "Don't bury me, or bury me gently, brother." Yeah, and then me. they took him out and they put Jericho in. Get right. And then the prince is just like, "I want Rusev." So then Vince is just like, oh, "We're putting Rusev back." And Jericho's like, "What the fuck?" Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, no, how disorganized. He actually and how. flew over there. Jericho yeah. went. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because it was in Je- it was the one in Jeddah. Yes, which is the first one, because that's the one that we watched. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was, he was just talking about how shitty it was and how fucking nobody nobody knew anything. And like he, he jumped on a cat in a cab and he went to the wrong airport and this whole fucking runaround. So like that, you know, like a disorganized country, <laughs> just running in fear for their lives at all times. <laughs> uh, it's like that story. I don't know if you listened to um, Gallus has told it a long time when he. Uh, it's about his gimmick? No, <laughs> Sex Ferguson. No, I think it was. Uh, no, no, his gimmick referring to his penis. Oh no, Gallows talked about uh, Great Baba Tunde, uh, not Baba Tunde, uh, Great uh, Power Uti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. talking about him and yeah, him and uh, uh, Dominic. Isn't it uh, Derek uh, Domino or whatever the fuck his name? Some shit like that. No, he said Dominic. I thought of very mysterious. Oh, right, not AJ. Harry, uh, uh, no, Joe's well, yeah. <laughs> It looks just like Samoa Joe. Eddie Guerrero's kid, but maybe it's Samoa Joe's yeah. kid. <laughs> it's a very confused child. Um, 
so yeah that was that and i don't think there's really anything else besides the big news that we're going to talk about right now is that it's actually this fucking morning because it's the upfronts today so we kind of caught it on the day it came out uh and i the only post for like eight days the i mean it's been hinted at rumored and it's a big thing and no one could say anything and then when i woke up doing was going to work i looked at twitter and it was like the first thing is kenny omega retweeted and it's like guess we're back in the t-shirt business and i was like oh shit okay so it's official so aew is officially on tnt uh they haven't said what day they know drama how long it's gonna be i'm sure they're not gonna go up against wwe it's gonna be like yeah i think they're going either tuesday or wednesday they're gonna yeah go. and their wwe is monday and friday at a oh once they that's in uh october right? yeah it's still this year bro i thought they wanted to go against wwe i mean why would you you're not winning is the thing who knows no one I mean, knows fucking tna gonna... tried it and guess what happened yeah but tna i don't know tna uh it, dude it was at like not peak TNA, but it was good. It was like the best version of TNA that you're going to get that isn't necessarily like this version, which I don't even know if it's as good the as. The thing is... As far as star power. That, well, okay. So, yeah, I'll say that. The thing is... <laughs> that was someone falling. <laughs> uh, Impact ain't no AEW. AEW now in itself is a whole... Yes, they okay. have a hardcore community, but... No, it's n- that's all they have. Yes, but it's at least they hardcore. have those people. Well, uh-huh, but you're going up against WWE that pulls in regular people. But they are declining now, dude. That's fine. They're declining. And yet they're still so far ahead of everybody else. It doesn't matter. Oh, well, true. But in their decline, I really feel. But I mean, we have no idea what's going to happen, but I feel this is a, a different. This will create a thing because the people that are leaving WWE aren't the regular WWE people that are the people that are sticking around are the regular hardcore WWE fans. The ones that are leaving are the ones that don't want like the WWE product. Yeah, I, I understand, but you're not, you're not taking somebody who doesn't watch, like isn't a wrestling fan. Uh-huh. Right. And they're just turning off WWE to watch anything else. Yeah, yeah. And getting them to switch over to AEW. I don't think like, that's not a guarantee. Talk about like the generic. Yeah. yeah. No, not a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Cause wrestling fans are going to flock to AEW. Period. Yes. But that is not going to overthrow WWE. It's just not going to happen. I'm not saying right now. I don't think at all. I just, I just don't. I think it's, it's, it's the thing that every, every like wrestler and every like smart wrestling pundit has said. No one's going to go up against WWE. New Japan isn't going to do it. AEW isn't going to do it. It's just not going to happen. They don't have the infrastructure. They don't have the history. They, they just don't. So the smartest thing to do is to carve out your own niche. Like that's what it that's what it is. If you go up against like the big bad from day one, you're guaranteed to fail. Mm-hmm. So I think if anything, they might create their own subset of fans that are like the AEW hardcore that are also hardcore wrestling fans. And maybe they'll get some like peripheral wrestling fans. But I don't think they're taking down WWE. Ever. Not well, ever, think, ever, not ever. I didn't think they were, but I think they would breed enough. Maybe we'll see, you know, like in a year's time or whatever. Because uh, obviously it's going to start, what, this fall, they said? Mm-hmm. Um, live, too, right? Uh, I don't remember. I think it's going to be live programming. I think it's, I don't know if it's once a week. I think it's only once a week. But anyway, uh, when we can really know that it matters is when WWE starts copying shit from them. Like they did with WCW, and then they put their own kind of swerve on it if AEW makes a big enough impact uh um to i don't think there's a need to well wwe would have to copy something if they start realizing you know people like this better so let's do what they do but change it like they did with wcw wcw started doing stuff that wwe didn't do and so to change it they started taking like the realistic route because wcw did it so they started chasing yeah but wcw like it depends because i don't think wwe of old full-on copy wcw it it copied a lot, but put it its own swing on it. Right. Yes. But which they always do that. They'll take. But, but even then, right? So like WCW copied ECW. You know what I mean? And like, it's I think and in that it's a vicious cycle. But like, for instance, New Japan or the Indies or everything that like would lead up to an AEW. WWE hasn't done shit about it, really. The thing is, but New Japan's not like a thing for them because they're not here in America. Either way, like it's a it's a highly popular thing amongst wrestling fans. It is, but it's not. But their core demographic isn't hardcore wrestling fans. Their core demographic is hardcore WWE fans and people in general. Well, their core demographic right now are old people like us. 
and they're losing youngs. They, that's the thing is that they don't have anyone in the 25 age bracket, like 20, like 20 to 25 or whatever, which they're trying to get. And so if AEW can get that, that can, but no one knows how to reel in, according as what I've heard, the young age demographic to watch wrestling. Anymore. No, because I don't think wrestling is cool currently. Well, that's, that's what, if AEW can make wrestling. Quote that's the thing. Cool. I don't think AEW can make wrestling cool. They can make wrestling cool for wrestling fans. I mean, they could make it cool. I mean, they, how young bucks are pretty good. You know, they have, they have good, they can make good stories where they'll treat it like a sport. They won't have cringy ass comedy. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, like, but, but that all plays to wrestling fans. But that would make it cool because it's to not wrestling fans. But that's how you would make it cool to anyone because it's not mm. like a, a, a just a, a janky show that no, there's no rhyme or reason. Raw has no cohesion every week. Like, you know, something can happen to this guy and it doesn't really fucking matter. So why should people care about watching it outside of wrestling people? That's um, the thing. I think it's regular, like a slog think, to watch it now for three hours. That's the thing. I think regular people don't give a shit because regular people may not commit the full three hours. That's the, that's where you get the drop offs in the hour segments. Yes. Right. Because somebody has no qualms about being like, all right, this is getting ridiculous. Move on. Yeah. yeah. To, to any show, though, they're not going to necessarily be like, let me see what's on the competition show on Monday night. Yeah. You know, especially because. Like raw is ingrained in a certain segment of society. Like even if you know to avoid USA Network on Mondays because there's wrestling, people associate wrestling on Monday nights specifically with WWE. Mm-hmm. And like even then, are right, going back to the WCW thing. Like they floundered so quickly. Like they were hot for a little while in the grand scheme of things, and then like that it was just unsustainable. So like I they even they couldn't necessarily draw in just the random person. You know, I think it, it just so happened that like WWE was getting hot. Like they were able to draw in people that remember Hulk Hogan and people that like had a familiarity with like Razor Ramon, Diesel, and those well, guys. No, they they drew in young people because they had when they were hot, they had like those weird WCW nitro parties at colleges and shit. Okay, sure. Yeah, all that stuff was yeah, like But people I don't think AEW is doing that. Well, if they can do something in that vein, not like, hey, Nitro Party, you know, but, you know, that's how they pulled those young people in. And WWE did the same thing to pull young people in at the time, but we can't do that anymore because no one but I think, knows how to. I think the coolness that WCW established was based on old names, on old recognizable names, mm-hmm. right? Global ones. Hogan, Macho Man. Yeah. Uh, regional ones, Flair, Sting, you know, shit like that. Uh but like it was it was pretty unsustainable for a, a long time like i just I, I don't know i don't see it happening i think now wwe has ingrained itself so much that it's just like this is the thing that happens and then here's everybody else like i i you know i don't enjoy that that's the case but i just think that's the case like i i don't see anybody anybody really like challenging that it just seems not logically feasible. Well, and the the thing is, right? It's difficult to to look at it because, like, we can't help but be wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. So, like, everything goes through the prism of being a wrestling fan. So it's hard to divorce that. Like, we're not coming at it from like the layperson's perspective. You know, like Nicole sort of pays attention while I'm watching wrestling, right? So she has like an awareness. But I don't think anything is going to draw her to AEW. She's around when I'm watching Being the Elite, and she is way less engaged than when I'm watching anything on on WWE. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think part of it is because like one of them looks like a well put together thing, and anything else. Sorry about that. Not as we much. Yet. Well, yes, we haven't yeah. also seen in Rocky's what the life. fuck the AEW show is going to be looking like. Uh, Personal look rinky dink, which I doubt it. No one knows what, how, That's you know. Okay. Was a Death of American Airlines in my heart. Um, so yeah, I'm totally out of what we're talking about, but it's all good. So that's the AEW thing. Uh, <laughs> it's a quickly wrap that up. Quick that AEW, nip that in the bud, just put a little pin in that. Uh, but I'm excited for continued. it. You know, uh, you, let's see what it holds. You know, it's got a lot of people that I really like anyway. So oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm 
very jazzed to see it. But yeah, it's it, like a jazz cigarette. Uh, no one knows what it's going to look like. I mean, they have crazy money turning on. I was going to say that they are their main bases in Jacksonville. So maybe we'll see more of them here in Florida because maybe they'll come down here a lot. I'm excited for the librarian. Uh, sure. Leva Bates. I mean, it's okay. Her or the other dude. <laughs> no librarians bro i'm mega excited if they come down that means i get to see fucking kenny mega finally can't wait to see full gear adam page <laughs> uh bastard park uh i get to see pentagon and phoenix that'd be cool shit so cares about those people bro i know who gives a shit about pentagon and phoenix one of the best wrestlers i know cares about wrestling why am i doing this I'm, uh, you tell me i'm not gonna pay for this shit neither am i well you know we can just stop right now it's a good time uh so what else you got we got this uh we can talk about this wild card shit which is a big knee-jerk reaction to try and fix the ratings which funny enough the raw ratings this monday weren't uh was it raw yeah it wasn't that bad i mean it was up from down again it was up from last week i mean it's still whatever i think it's like 2.6 million or something but it's better than it's horrible one point god knows what like the lowest of ever of life but uh yeah man they need to do they really need to change obviously but it's i think like I said, and like I want both companies to flourish. I don't want one to fucking crash and burn. Like I'd love to see AEW around for a long time, you know. Uh, <clears throat> I don't want people out of a job. I would like AEW to be enough that it would cause the spur of competition at WWE. I mean, look. At so the then end, they can change things and be like. Hey. I think. I think at the end of the day, what's going to happen is WC, w, <laughs> WCW. WCW. Yes. Yes. Uh, WWE will continue to be pop music, and AEW can be underground insert genre here. <clears throat> That's what it's going to be. Oh, I mean, well, I hope they do a little. They they cause a little more. Maybe they give a structure. Maybe they force WWE to be like, hey, maybe wins and losses do matter, you know, and not like have our shit just get thrown out the fucking window. But it's funny. It's like they've hated to be called a sport, and now they're going to be on ESPN because ESPN needs sports, so they're going to be considered a sport. And it's like, it's all these weird shits. What about ESPN? They're going to be on um, uh, Fox, ESPN, and all that stuff like that, Uh, you know. And they didn't want to be a sport, but they are a sport now. Oh, it is all that dizzy money. Oh, oh yeah, this is all that good that, money. That, that mouse. That mouse is back in the uh, But they have to really... The thing is, they'll have to shape up come SmackDown before it moves to Fox because Fox ain't going to want these, like, one million ratings to be on, like, their main, like, Fox channel. Because uh, the whole idea is that if they do fuck up, they'll probably get put on uh, FS1, and which is obviously not in a lot of homes and the really just dump channel that they'd get them off. But we'll see. They got they got a couple months, but yeah, they. I mean, I, I'm ha- I'm I'm finding it real hard to want to like watch SmackDown on Fox myself. Well, we'll see. I mean, why why would you find it real hard? Just cause, man. Like it's the same shit. Since I never watch TV, like when I put my TV back onto the TV setting, it's on USA Network. Oh, you mean like that? Wow, well, fucking. <laughs> I'm not gonna go look for for Fox. Uh, whatever. It's channel seven, bro. <laughs> uh, it's not on my TV. <laughs> channel thirty three. No, that's not it. That's uh, it's WB. my TV thirty three. That's a WB. It's WB usually. That used to be thirty nine. Thirty three and thirty nine. I remember. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's my TV thirty three. You uh, you uh, you. What was it before CW? UPN. Oh well. Yeah. It was UPN and WB. They merged. What was it? What was UPN stand for? And it was completely United off-time. Paramount Network. Which is where SmackDown originally started. Was it on UPN first? It was. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I hope it does spur things and, you know, we'll see. We'll see. <clears throat> but it's going to be an interesting time this year when things happen and we'll see how it goes. I was going to point something out about uh, this Sunday because it's Money in the Bank and we haven't it talked is, about yes. it at all. Uh, I think it'll be a good show. Yesterday when the graphic went up that it was the Usos versus Daniel Bryan and Yes. Rowan. As the pre-show. Sounds so stupid. Oh. It's called Merrick Rowan, man. Why did he, why did he lose the first name? Uh, Liguero is not El Liguero anymore. He's on 205 Live. He lost that L when he came over from Britain. He's not He's not, uh, He's not. not Spanish. But he was El Liguero. I know. No, but this just meant the cruiserweight. Liguero. Huh? That just meant like... I know. The thin man, really. But no, he's just thin man. El Skeleto. He couldn't be Skeleto. <laughs> it's really Esqueleto, so... Well, I like El Skeleto. Did you know there's an El Fantasma around out there? Yeah. I always knew it, but now he's prominent because he's in New Japan Best of Super Juniors. And now my shame. You know who's not? Flip Gordon. <laughs> and Fantasma. Fantasma wasn't on there either. I thought he was the Best of Super Juniors. I know he's No, he got up. pulled from it because he got injured. That's okay. So it was that. Okay. Yeah. And Flip because of visa problems. Yes, that I heard too. Yeah. Flip was not, not happy about it. Well, you know, 
That sucks. Um, so, uh, yeah, Money in the Bank. I think it'll probably have... I think the AJ Seth match is going to be quite good. Um, I hope so. Seth is great. AJ is great. So it's two guys that are very good. It's not like AJ versus Randy. I mean, that wasn't a bad match. It was just, you know, it was a fucking Randy match. Uh, but Seth, no, always, I know. It's, it's like AJ versus Shinsuke. I was like, man, I've seen this match. It's great. And it was like, mm. well, that was bad because mm. the, like, it just didn't. That wasn't off. even bad. It was just, mm. yeah, well, it didn't take off. It was like, here it goes. Pinned. <laughs> and I was like, what? Four times. <laughs> I think the final one was the best one. The one where, come on, and he just fucking booted him in the dick. Yeah, but at the end of the day, like, they don't compare to the good version of that match. Well, yes. They didn't give you what they were or what you, up. What the, you were hoping was going to happen. Yeah, because it was like, it's a dream match, man. First time in America, let's do it. This is their second time only ever wrestling. Let's go. And then it just didn't pay off. And WrestleMania would have been the time to really... You know, be the thing. Anyway, yeah, of course. Uh, but Seth AJ, uh, probably great. I think the men's ladder match is going to be very good because they really? have, they got good people in that thing, man. And those men's ladder matches are always a good like. They got some good people. Like like half of that ladder match is somebody I want to watch. Are you gonna say Ricochet? The other half of that ladder match is people I don't want to watch. I want to watch Ricochet. I, I want to watch Finn. I want to watch uh, there, right? uh, Andrade. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think Joe's in there. Oh no, because Joe's against Ray. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's Finn. That's it. I don't want to watch Randy. I don't want to watch Drew in a ladder match. Ali's in it, isn't he? Yeah, Ali is in it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of lukewarm on Ali in general. Like he's good. He's a good performer, but like I love. He doesn't draw me in. I love Drew. He's not there to do crazy high spots. Same thing with Randy. The thing is, I'd rather see him in like a good ass singles match, not in this like. You know, mm-hmm. like this isn't the one oh, from Baron's NXT. in it too. There yeah, Baron's in it, and uh, that's it. Well, now Sammy because he's no oh, Braun, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Sammy, Baron, Drew, Ali, Finn, Ricochet. Andrade, Ricochet. That's it. Seven guys, right? No, it's eight guys. Miz, no, Miz is Shane. Lars, no, no. You don't have the stupid card. I know, but are we? Oh, you should. We sure is eight. Sammy, Ricochet, Drew. Randy. Yeah. Ali, Finn, Andrade. It is seven, right? Oh, sorry. And Corbin. No, it's eight. We it's did four and Corbin. four. Oh, you didn't count Corbin that last time. Eight. Or Randy. I was missing two. I only had six. Um, yeah, I only want to see half of that match. The women's one is going to be... That's a, that's a wolf. I mean, I prefer to watch those matches, even though they can be a train wreck. Just because, like... I mean, I'm going to watch it to watch it, but I feel like that... No, but I'm, I'm more excited to watch the women's matches than watch this match. Why? Because you want to see the train crash? No. Uh, I mean, it sucks sometimes when it's a train wreck, but it's because like it is that it is the hype of like these are matches that I mean, Grant, this is the third one, mm-hmm. but you're still not accustomed to seeing. And sometimes they pull off some really interesting shit in them, you know, in the men's. I just don't care about some of the characters in it and the women's. I just want to be like, you know, it's it's constantly putting your feet to the fire or putting the women's feet to the fire to be like, can you be as good as what we're accustomed to, which are the men's money in the bank ladder matches. Well, and sometimes they meet that expectation. Sometimes they fall just short of it. Sometimes they fall off a cliff. So like, I'm more interested to see how that goes uh-huh. than what, that, than like the standard. Well, it, it's, it's how I put it and how I said that a lot of the female wrestlers they have outside of like the few that are really good get, I don't know, just are in these matches. And it's just like, man, it's a shame. Yeah. But that's the thing. See, like you shit on the match because of it. I, look forward to the match I because it. <laughs> no i just look forward to it to be like somebody can step up and and do something i wasn't expecting you know and either way they're in they're in a, a kind of uncomfortable situation right because mm-hmm. this just isn't the norm overall even even now in like the height of the women's revo evolution whatever uh it's it's pretty infrequent now like you they get one time a year whereas you know you can have a ladder match whenever the fuck uh for the men's side so I, I look forward to it to that. I just, you know, it's a little cringy when it's a car crash. You know, the men's, I'm like, I you know, I'm going to get good shit, but that's the thing. I know I'm going to get good shit. So I'm like, man, you know, it just, it's, it's middle of the road as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless somebody does something really cool. Like when you had like Sammy, Kevin, uh, Kofi, and you had like a bunch of like a ladder match full of those guys, even Miz. Like, I'm more excited to see that ladder match because those guys are all on a very even playing field. Nothing draws me in about Baron Corbin. Well, yeah. Nothing draws be. me in about Randy Orton. Drew is better used in a very different manner. Um, Everyone else is, you like, 
Yeah, Finn, Andrade. I mean, I'm I'm whatever on Ali and, and Ricochet. And Sammy is kind of in the middle somewhere. But it's really Andrade, Ricochet, Finn. If you got give me a, a ladder match between just those three guys, uh huh. I'm good. Who do you think is gonna win it? This is a random take. Uh I can see like Drew winning it. Just I usually always give it to heels. Yeah. Because it's a healy thing to do. But, I mean, Dean won it like two years ago. He did. I was that day. kind of feeling maybe they'd give it to Ricochet and give him that thing. He he pulled it down on, on the go-home show. He's not doing it. That's right. Uh, I mean, look, I my my actual personal favorite pick would be Andrade. They're very hot on him right now. They're pushing him big time. I mean, he's, he's looking awesome, but he beat Finn. Mm-hmm. In that match, so he's probably not winning either. If it's WWE just Ricochet logic. lost in that dumbass match to Baron Corbin, but they're building. I didn't even see it. The, the, he lost to it, but the thing is, the what's been hinted at in the house shows is Baron versus Seth for the fucking title, which is fucking ridiculous because that goes into a thing. It's like I don't know how they fucking see anything in Baron Corbin for. I think it's hey, he gets boots so people like him. <laughs> fucking that's that Xbox heat. Yeah, he's here. got that go home heat. No man, he's got nothing. Um. Yeah, I mean, it would be Andrade or or Drew probably between between them. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like you could give it to Sammy, but like it just doesn't seem like a going by your power level thing. Uh, he doesn't necessarily meet. Well, they give it to randos. I mean, fucking Mi- uh, Miz. Uh, Miz probably had it. Uh, Dolph has had it. You know. Yeah, but I- Dolph was like consistently performing at a high level and they've all they've had Sammy doing is just like cutting promos. That's true. But to have Sammy do it would be like a massive swerve, you know? And then what if Kevin, yeah, but, uh, but, what if but, Kevin becomes champ and then he can turn on his buddy? Like, you know, that seems too far fetched. Cause it they does. just put him back together. It does. It does. Um, no, I think Andrade would be good to challenge Seth or Kofi. Uh, I think if you get drew, you're only putting him against Seth. Yeah, he would. Yeah. I mean, he could, as a heel, go against the smaller dude and be like, just destroy him. Like, I know, Claymore, but I, I, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like as good of a matchup. This is, I mean? mind you, us thinking that they're going to be the champs. These people are the champs when they, you know. I mean, I don't see him taking it away from Kofi too soon. Uh, you know, give him like a month, another like two, three months. Well, Kofi's got to go to Saudi Arabia, dude. Daniel Bryan ain't gone. <laughs> I mean, Daniel Bryan doesn't have to be the one to take the title from him. No, I don't think Kevin's going to take the title from this Sunday. No, I don't think so. Either. I don't think it's this soon. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, give him another two or three months, and I think good to go. Uh, like, Kofi will have a long enough title reign that it feels significant. But like, you know, I don't want to call him an interim champ because I think it's well deserved. Well, and like, there's historical significance behind it. Yes, but like, he's not necessarily the guy that's going to like take him into the next yeah, X number not, of years. He's not like the guy who's going to hold it for you know years. Right, right, right. I this if, was like a good feel, a feel good title reign. If I were to think about it. Uh, Lars is bouncing on both shows, but I would have Lars. I thought he was on SmackDown. I like, he showed up on Raw. He wildcarded on Raw. We intimidated Vince. He's like four people, and then Vince was like four people. It is. Oh, okay. Uh, so if he's on SmackDown, he would beat Kofi, and then Roman oh, would beat Lars. Garbage. Because Roman's not going to fight Kofi because it's two good people, and that would just make Roman get booed at the fucking so building. It's so dumb. But it's Roman's. Uh, he's the Hogan man. He's got to fight the big monster. Just have him fight him and just not for the title. <laughs> but it's just, I wouldn't want Roman against Kofi anyway if I'm trying to keep Roman not being. No, good. no, no. I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. That's but I think this is where you do like, where you do, granted. I'm trying they, to look at a heel had, to beat Kofi. I know, I know. Yeah. I'm saying, I think WWE needs to move away from that. I think that's where people like you and me find them boring is that like they, it's so formulaic, right? That I know that that formula historically has worked. Yeah. But when you see things like, Adam Cole Gargano, which is like two beloved workers. Speaking again, they're at NXT. They're a takeover. Well, they're going to be the match. But two beloved workers, right? And even though they have predefined roles in like heel face, mm-hmm. uh, they just put on an awesome match. Yeah. And like regardless of because I mean, Gargano didn't come in as beloved at the beginning of that takeover match. As Adam no, Cole had the heat of, right, exactly, and yet somehow by the end of it, by the time Gargano wins that match, the crowd fucking loves it. Now, well, granted, he also kicked out of like everything that was to, to happen. He was the ultimate babyface. Well, it was great. He that, beat everything. Yeah, that, that's what matters at the end of the day because that's part of the storytelling of that match. Well, that was the thing with also when we talked about Matt Riddle, everyone was cheering the fuck out of him. But yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. No, 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 no. We got to And he started doing healy things to get booed. Yeah. Uh, so. I don't know. I, I think that WWE, if they were to embrace a little bit more the let the storytelling in the ring 
really dictate what's happening as opposed to let the writing dictate like who the heel and who the babyface are. Mm-hmm. Cause I think like putting Seth and AJ together was great conceptually. But then once like the promo started happening and like AJ is acting more heelish. Yeah. Uh, well, cause AJ I, is I the invader. Li- yeah. But I care yeah. less because like now you're just like, it feels packaged and like i'm supposed to consume it because that's what they're giving me to consume and it's just like yo man just let these guys try to figure out who the best is as just two good wrestlers well they had did that they had did that they did that with um the roman and bobby when bobby was first around remember it was roman and bobby when they're jaw jacking each other who was the better dude they were just two faces well, bobby bobby lashley bobby lashley who cares i know but i'm saying they just they recently did that thing yeah but but that that didn't work because nobody liked Roman and nobody liked Bobby. No, I think that was the only time that Bobby... That was that was them trying to pick Bobby up after the fucking yeah, yeah, shitty but, Sammy's but, thing. But overall, right, like... And I liked still, how Bobby sounded way better than fucking Roman on that. People thing. still, like, aren't fucking with him. That was also. the thing of the battle of the egos. I'm like, you don't want egos. These are two good guys. Like, <laughs> You know, I, I think if you take that dynamic and apply it to Seth AJ, mm-hmm. they know how to convey, I'm just trying to prove that I'm the best without... Without it being like a dick measuring contest. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I think that's one of the things that the Indies does great because the Indies doesn't have TV. So the Indies, like everything has to be told like either right before the match or right in the ring, you know? And that's like one of the reasons I enjoy like New Japan. I don't know what the fuck is going on story wise in New Japan because they barely tell stories a and B like it all happens in the ring. Yeah. Well, the only way you know is we watch those, uh, after match pressers. With the right. NBA. Exactly. And and that's as good as it gets. Like that's the most promo you get out of it. And then the the other thing, the uh, or the the, 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 the videos, press, the hype of videos. Well, the video, but the thing before the peer reviews, like they treat it like real sports. So they have oh the yeah, whole, yeah, press conference, press conference. Yeah, that's the only time you ever see story. But I think outside of that, it's just oh yeah, he won a match. I know he's got to go against this dude. <laughs> right. Uh, and he's a bad dude. So, but yeah. So I think that's why like the, the that's to me one of the problems with WWE and why like they're like the kind of mainstream pop music bullshit. Of just like, yeah, you know, like this is top 40, so I'm supposed to like it. Uh, but I like this other thing that does kind of like, it sounds more like what I actually want to listen to. Right. Uh, so I think if they were able to embrace that a little bit more, not even fully, because then it just feels like a cheap copy. Uh, that would maybe work better for them in the eyes of the hardcore fans and have hardcores want to watch their program more and not necessarily lose as many of those out to an AEW or a new Japan or ring of honor or whomever. Uh, so I, I that's a, a problem that I have. It's just like anybody could go up against Kofi, but they always have to make it a hero and a villain always. And like, it, it feels contrived. It feels like disingenuous because you're, it is. You like those people that, uh, that triple H statement, there's no heel in face now. Well, I, I think that's the thing, right? Like, when you get something like the Cruiserweight Classic, right? I don't think there's any real writing that goes into that. I think the people that come into it play the characters that they're most comfortable with. Well, they had a... They they actually... They, they weaved in a story in it. Like, yeah, 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 but yeah. but that's all after the fact, because a lot of that is done in editing. I shit. think the biggest the weave matches, for one of their stories was the UK one with uh, fucking Pete Dunne. When he pushed, yeah, the, yeah, 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 but that's that the UK the one. one. I'm talking yeah. about the cruiserweight classic. Yeah, the first time it was just because like, yeah, it's a lot of unknowns. Yeah, right, or like lesser knowns because of indies. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just have, or even the May Young, where people come in and you're like, I don't know who either of these people are, and then from the beginning, someone in the ring starts acting more heelish. So you're just like, I don't know if I like this person. Yeah, or they're Rhea Ripley, and you're like, I really like this person because they're they don't take any shit. You know what I mean? But she makes it work for herself as opposed to like these overproduced segments and packages. And, you know, like one of the things that drives me the mo- the craziest that I had been meaning to, to, to get off my chest a little bit here is uh, I don't watch the pre-show really. Right. The kickoff show. Whatever yeah, you call yeah, it, yeah. To, to paper. I listen to it while I'm driving home because usually when I'm coming over, work. let that be where all those hype packages play. Because they just replay them again during the main show. They do. It's like, give me, give me the TV spot version of that hype video. Give me the full version on the kickoff. Give me the light version on the show. And then it also, cause that's one of the reasons that they feel so fucking eternal, like those pay-per-views. And then like the last thing I want to do is watch them. 
Yeah, it's because it replays a lot of the shit that we've already seen. Yeah. But uh, welcome to uh, entertainment. Because it's not a sport, so yeah, they have to do it. I'm not saying anything. I'm very against... You know, I mean, they put on awesome video packages, though. They do, but I don't need to see them. I don't need to see them in all the weeks leading up to it. Like, for instance, that that show, you didn't see this week's uh, TV, but they did a a Charlotte Becky High package to be like the rivalry. And I'm like, I've seen this in every time they have a match. A, you're just adding new footage. And then B, I'm going to watch it on Raw. I'm going to watch it on SmackDown. I'm going to watch it. Well, I'm not going to watch it on the kickoff show, but it's going to be on the kickoff show. And it's going to happen right before their match. Yeah. And that's like three, two to three weeks leading up to the pay-per-view and then twice in the pay-per-view at least. It's like, come on, man. What the fuck? My time is, my time should be worth more than that to you, WWE. And if you scale back on some of that shit, then we might be able to do some other shit and actually give people a look. Like, I love the fact that on Twitter, there's been like uh, missing posters for Liv Morgan. Well, that's her putting it up. I know, I know, but I love it because they broke her up and she hasn't been anywhere. I'm sure she's on main event, but who gives a shit? Because we watch his main event. I don't. I will when I go to SmackDown. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get to these matches. So, tags. Brian, Rowan, Uso. Supposedly it's pre-show. Brian and Rowan, yeah, because they're the champions. They're not going to just instantly fucking job them right away. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to hold it. It's weird that fucking Brian is in anything but a main event. That he's on the pre-show. I mean, you gotta cycle. Well, yes, yeah, that is yes. I mean, you you gotta cycle him out of the main event at some point, but yes, no. But I mean, like even on one of the the last couple matches, like some high, you know, match. I mean, especially the Usos. The Usos shouldn't be there either. In my I opinion. agree. The Usos are yeah. Rowan is the only pre-show yeah, worthy guy. Usos are incredible tag team. Daniel Bryan's incredible wrestler. They should never be pre-show material. Agreed. Whenever the Usos were on pre-show with tag team stuff, it fucking it's like what the fuck, dude. Uh, unfortunately, this, well, I can't say that. No. I think Roman and Elias should be on the pre-show personally, but he's but never going to be on the pre-show. Yes, right? no, he never will. Uh, so next match, Tony. That's Nese. a horrible match. That Roman and Elias. That's going to do Roman no favors. Oh, it's going to garbage, garbage match. Yeah, it's going to do Waste Roman no time. favors. And Roman's a good wrestler, but fuck, he ain't going to carry that match. No, no, no. I've, well, also, I've seen that match a billion times. Yeah. Uh, Tony Nice and Davari. I don't watch two hundred five, so I don't know what the fuck is happening. I know, I'm sure it's going to be a good match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, probably pre-show, which sad. I don't know here so far, it's the only thing designated to the pre-show is, is the tag. The tag. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe and Ray, I don't really care. It could I, be good. It could, but they've also shown this match for like the last three weeks. Well, or, or a version of this for the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Joe's awesome and Ray's awesome, yes. and it, they can get on point. And now Ray's not injured, so we're not gonna have a twenty-second fucking ten-second squash. So. Yeah. You know, they could be on point. I mean, I think Joe's going to win just to keep the championship. I think so. Uh, I'd hope so. Because then I think he's probably going to beat his son up at some point in time. I think Dominic's going to get involved because... Oh, yeah, this has to be his entrance. Into Dominic is slowly, yeah, he's going to do something. Uh, or just kick him down to NXT. I don't know. Uh, the next match on this list is Kofi and Kevin Owens. Not It's not listed as a main event here, but, you know, it's probably going to be the main event. No, I think the... Isn't the, the, the male money bank is always looking They're for. never the main event. Oh, yeah, because the males... Uh, I, Seth, that, Age, Seth Age is going to be the main event. That's true. You're right. Because yes. Kofi and Owens aren't. I think it's going to be a good match. I Kofi's think, good. Yeah. Owens great. We'll see. I hope. I hope. I mean, that last... There was that Owens match against... Um, I don't know. Again, him and Kofi has really have really good chemistry thus far, like in all these like attacks and shit. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to something good. I hope so. Um, Hold on a second. I got a text. Uh, then the next one is The Miz uh, versus Shane. Could not care less. No, I've already seen that enough, dude. I don't need to see you guys potatoing yeah, each other. And times. now you're in a fucking cage, and it doesn't matter because cages don't matter because people get out of them all the fucking time. So and people get in them all the time. Yeah, you're going to be fucking running. It doesn't really fucking matter. This is not... It doesn't have this the same just stigma for, as it used to have. In this is just for Shane to jump off shit, so don't care. Yeah. Uh, number six from the bottom is uh, Becky Charlotte. Oh, what? No, Charlotte can't be the first one. You'd uh, imagine that. Number one on this is Lacey Evans, by the way. I was like, you'd imagine that the the Lacey Evans would come before Charlotte's match. You would, but you'd be right. I think Becky retains both matches. Yeah, I think so, too. If Charlotte needs to go away, she needs to not wrestle Becky anymore. It needs to be someone yes, else. A million percent. But I don't know who the fuck else would challenge her. Well, the problem is that's the, the hole they've worked themselves into is that she's beaten everybody. Yes. Which is fine because that means she's a fucking champion. She's the credible champion. But like they don't have female wrestlers that are of like we talked about it, like of Becky Charlotte level. Right. To, I think I think besides Oscar, but now she's in a tag team. So, right. yeah, I think this would be a good time to just randomly call up Baszler. 
Uh, she is wrestling uh, Io Shirai on uh, the fucking um, the takeover. Takeover. So if Io wins, because uh, going back to the Oscar, didn't thing, they change something about the scheduling of that takeover? I don't know. I haven't looked. I just saw them announcing. Um, the Oscar uh, did get a pinfall over Becky when she was the mm-hmm. fucking yeah yeah before she was champ. So that could have played it, but now she's in the tag, so they're not okay. going to do that. But that would have been the best, the easiest, credible thing to have Oscar go through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever, I mean, Oscar and Kyrie. I think somebody somebody needs to, like... I think Charlotte has been cemented enough that she can start losing a bunch. Yeah. Because, like, Flair lost a fuck ton, and, like, nobody's gonna, like, question Mm -hmm. any credibility that he ever has as a, like, performer. Like her Papa Flair, if you will. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna skip Roman Elias. I said as much as I want to say about it. Um, The men's ladder uh, match I already talked about. Uh, Then that leaves the women's. So, Natty, Dana, Naomi, Bliss, Bailey, Mandy, Ember, Carmella. Bliss isn't there anymore. It's Nikki, isn't it? Did Nikki take her spot? Oh, no. no, no, no that, just, was on, that was just on, Monday. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Bliss can find Super her fine gear. Bliss, man. She'll find her Leave gear, her bro. Leave her alone. Leave Bliss alone. Uh, who is in that match again? Natty, Natty Dana. Natty, Dana, Naomi, Bliss, Bailey, Mandy, Ember, Mella. I'm thinking it has to be Mandy. Who else? Maybe Ember, but Not like, Mella. I think maybe Ember. But it has, but like, like I said before, money in the banks are usually heal kind of things. Right. Well, also, I don't necessarily, unless Ember Moon's cashing in that night, which doesn't make sense. Because that match would have to be before one of the women's ones, which it could be. I mean, she could come in during the lazy match when Becky is the most exhausted. She could, but then they would have to change like. Right. I think. I, she could boot the fucking hell back. Right. I think that's the thing. I don't see Ember potentially carrying this briefcase for a year. No. Right, because that, that needs to be like kind of the outlook, right? Like, we'd have nothing now, but this is like a get-out-of-jail-free card whenever we want to do something, whenever we want to kind of rock the boat a little bit. And I think the most credible person is Mandy. Mandy, yeah, because the other one would be, what, Naomi? But Naomi's not bad. Yeah. Like, none of these are bad except, like, no, not even Melody. Well, the thing is, you don't have a heel champ. You don't. You have a babyface champ. So, you want somebody who is just... Not even a heel necessary, but tough. And not necessarily like Mandy is the toughest, but she's she is the one I believe almost the most from a physicality standpoint versus someone like Becky. And she, you could tell the story where she's a shithead heel who thinks that like she's got it in the bag, cashes in and loses at yeah. any given point. Yeah, like Baron did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Baron did. Or uh, Santa. <laughs> Um, so that's my pick is Mandy Rose. Yeah, I'd probably go with it. Uh, the question is, what the fuck are they going to do with her and Sonya Deville? Because <laughs> like they keep kind of teasing the, especially because Mandy keeps Sasha losing. fucking Bailey thing. It really is. I do love them though together. Uh, I think Seth's going to keep it also. Yeah, Seth AJ. I mean, might as well. I think it's going to be a good, very damn good match. But I, I think if anything, good. AJ takes it on like the fourth version of this match. We'll see. And then that leaves Lacey Becky. Yeah. Um, I mean, no, Lazy A, we name. Yeah, yeah. I think Becky's retaining both. Like, I hate Lazy <laughs> I just, she's just a bad promo. And like, they, I think that's her best her... part about her now. Really? Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, she's not a good wrestler. No, no. Or she's not a great wrestler. She's a mediocre wrestler. It's really crazy remembering that she was the military uh, diva bomb. Like, she wasn't. Belt. She wasn't. She was in the, yeah, she was in the green military time and she had the little hat. But no, she's a 50s throwback. That's all she But is. no, she slowly diverted into Vince McMahon's like wet dream. She was before, and when we saw her in NXT, she well, had because, the... Well, because NXT played up the fact that she was in, legit in the military. And then slowly... But she was just like 50s housewife. Yes. She would show up in, in both versions of the gear. Right, but when she would come out, mainly she was the... I'm the... Not uh, always. She was in the beginning, she was always that. And then on interviews, she was in the dresses and stuff. No, she, she slowly would come out in the transformed into the... No, she would come out in the dresses. She would wear like the high-waisted... It looked more like naval... Uh-huh. Than than like army, but yeah, she was still she like kind of sailorish. She was still a military pinup on the. No, side I think of it was a, just a pinup. I think it was mostly that, a pinup. I do remember she had the white with the blue, like you're saying, like yeah, that sailor yeah. top. And but then she had the army green top also. Yeah, with the little hole or the army green in general gear. Yeah, and the green shorts. But I think that was just a version of that like 50s pinup aesthetic. Uh, because there's so, so there's just so many variations of the same thing. Well, I think, but I, now she's like for sure the now she's sassy just southern, southern belle. Southern Vince McMahon's favorite woman. God damn it, I've seen this on Playboy before. She's a plank. <laughs> wow. Uh, so that's about that. We'll see you about Sunday. I think it's going to be good. Uh, I haven't said a WWE mainline show is going to be good. The NXT TakeOver is going to be fucking great. Uh, oh, yeah, I was going to look that Like up. I said, the three matches they've announced is uh, Io Shirai, Shannon Baszler, 
uh, Gargano versus Cole for the title. Oh, you know, I didn't know that show final chapter show was an actual show. Yeah, it was a lot. I show. thought it was a. I didn't know that either until and yeah. I see that Becky documented Becky uh, Becky 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 Let's see. Takeover June first. They probably announced all the matches right now today. Uh, there's only two on Wikipedia. Is it Shirai and the fucking Gargano one? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I assume that, uh, well, the Street Profits called out uh, the Viking Raiders, so they're probably going to beat them. The they're probably going to take it. Because the Viking Raiders said, like, who's going to fight us? And the Street Profits, I saw, they came out. Uh, so we'll have that. And then we'll have, who's the U.S. champ? Uh, Velveteen Dream Man versus, who the fuck has he been dealing with? I forgot. But it has to be all the, it has to be all the main belts and then uh, one random match. Uh, hold on. But I haven't seen. Obviously, we haven't seen XT right now because it's airing today. Yeah, I'm looking at clips right here. Montez Ford. Yeah, he calls him out. Ivar, Eric, or War War. Uh, still Street Profits. EO. Mm-hmm. Vanessa Bourne. God, none of this is important. Johnny Gargano knows better than to mess with the Super King of Bros. But uh. Roddy Strong took out the King of Bros. Oh yeah, I saw some. I haven't seen NXT, but I saw some backstage shit where uh, where Roddy was getting in uh, Cole's face about something. Yeah, because uh, Roddy costed uh, Cole the match. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's the he's the like it's slowly building up to what was I assume was going to happen when Cole became champ that Roddy would kind of like thing, but they're building up to Roddy and him having fucking problems and him losing last week. Uh, Cole blamed it like it's he he lost the riddle and he blamed it on Ronnie. He's like, I would have lost if he wasn't out there and all this shit like that. Yeah. It's, it's uh, and over. there seems to be some room between uh the Blasian Baddie, Mia Yim, and uh Bianca Belair. Uh, Bianca Belair, yeah, yeah. We'll probably have their match. Oh, there's a Kushida match, I'm sure. Oh yeah, probably. Oh yeah. Oh no, he already did oh. I don't know who he'd wrestle. Because he's wrestling Gulak. Oh yes, because Gulak is watching him now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'll probably see him, yeah. Uh, let's see what else. What else are That's it. They only usually have five matches anyway. You want to see Kona Reeves? He's on this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just watched the highlights of him getting beat uh, by Kushida. We'll probably get to see Kushida next week, which will be awesome. Fucking Cal O'Reilly. Yeah, because that's the shoe. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's just his face. He turned him into a shoe. What the fuck? I, had, I actually started playing uh, 2K19 again last night, the night before, uh-huh. and uh, I was playing like the daily tower bullshit, and I could not be Cal O'Reilly to save my life. Uh, but we were playing in big head mode. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> ridiculous alright so that'll be our episode uh, we'll be talking about Money in the Bank next week uh, that'll probably be the whole episode uh, anyway once again these are your hosts Rocky and Rick sorry about the little hiccup in the middle but we'll catch you next week not sorry about that shit alright shut the fuck up uh, parts unknown eat a dick later don't, don't do that you just still trying You aiming, you think you close and fast It's quite the opposite, I'm miles ahead